Well, we're back this week. Hopefully, there's no other weddings that we need to miss or anything <laughs> like that. Welcome back to X106. And Friday Take right here, Austin Hall, YFL, X10, KZXLP, Maryville, 106.7, over via the TuneIn Radio app. So how was the wedding? It was really good. Uh, it was my buddy from high school, and um, I, I was his best man, so couldn't miss that one. Uh, but we're back and ready to talk some football, I think, this week. So. We are back. We're ready to talk some more football. We'll go over our cringy week one NFL predictions in a little bit. But first, there was a game last night, it if was. you want to call it that. <laughs> Pittsburgh has been on a roll as of late. They're six two and one, and they destroyed Carolina fifty two to twenty one last night. Cam Newton was held for under two hundred yards passing the first time this year. Ben Roethlisberger, twenty two for twenty five, three twenty eight, five touchdowns, a perfect passer rating. Yeah, perfect passer rating. Um, we've seen a lot of that this year. Maybe not perfect, but really close to it. Um, I think that a lot spurs from the new rules to protect quarterbacks, but um, I was really anticipating this game. I thought it'd be a lot more of a game than it was. Um, I don't know if Carolina just wasn't prepared, but Pittsburgh came in and put it to them last night. So They definitely did. Um, we'll get to living on Bell's situation a little bit later. Um, Staying his update, Steelers 6-2-1. They currently lead the AFC North if the Bengals win. Get your mic. If the Bengals <laughs> win on Sunday, they'll jump back into first place due to the tiebreaker over the Steelers. Carolina, they will fall to second in the NFC South. They're right behind the 7-1 Saints with a 6-3 and record. We were not here last week, but we'll still go over the games as if we were here. We did pick the Thursday night game, both of us did. We both picked the 49ers, and there's a new star born in Nick Mullins. 16-22, for 262, three touchdowns, no interceptions. As Oakland falls to one in seven, their car was only sixteen for twenty-one, one seventy-one. Yeah, this game I caught a little bit of it. I didn't get to see the whole thing, but uh, Nick Mullins looked really good. Um, I'd never heard of him really. Uh, maybe once no or one twice. Has. Yeah, Brett Favre has apparently. Yeah, apparently Brett Favre has. And if Brett Favre thought he looked good, then then I believe him, and he did. Um, the Raiders looked like they have all year. They did absolutely nothing. Um, 49ers just put it to him, and this was a coming out party for Nick Mullins. So, one and seven. Yeah, I I, I pick Oakland last in our playoff predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, you, if I can find it, you I believe you had him third in the AFC West behind the Chargers and Chiefs. Yeah, I think I did. I didn't think they'd uh, be this. I part. expected three and thirteen. Um, we're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. I think you had five wins for him. Yeah, I'm thinking that's not going to happen now. <laughs> no, so. they're they're just this team, man. They're just a disaster. Um, I really hope John Gruden has a plan because if he doesn't, man, he's fooling everybody. Because I mean, yeah, they've stockpiled on draft picks, and I know you can't say you're tanking, but that sure looks like what the Raiders are doing to get the number one pick next year. Um, mm-hmm. I I hope he has a plan because if he doesn't, the Raiders are stuck with him for nine more years after this year. So we'll see. But interesting uh, thing that he's doing out there. <laughs> yep. Moving on, Falcons, Redskins. Alex Smith looked like his old self as Washington falls to five and three. At Matt Ryan finally showed up, twenty six for thirty eight. 354 touchdowns and a pick as Atlanta improves to 500. Yeah, this game was uh, 
I didn't see this coming. I thought it'd be closer. Um, I've been one to say that the Falcons have been pretty good all year. They've just caught some bad breaks um, in some of their games. Uh, they could easily be two less losses than they have, honestly. Um, they've beat the Panthers already. They've they've beat some decent teams. Um, Matt Ryan looked really good. Um, so did Tevin Coleman. I mean, I don't think he had huge numbers, but he just looked good in this game. And um, the Falcons, they, they look good. And I think the Redskins came back down to earth a little bit. And who scored a touchdown? The curse is over. Yeah, it's over, finally. I mean, over 300 days without a touchdown. That, that, yeah. Especially for his type of... Player, yeah, it's weird. Minnesota demolishes Detroit 24 to 9. Matthew Stafford was under 200 yards for the fourth time this year 25 for 36 at 199. Kirk Cousins was also in the 200, he was 18 for 22, 164, a touchdown and a pick. Dalvin Cook led the way rushing for Minnesota with 10 carries for 89 yards. This game was not even close the whole game. Um, the, the Lions just looked overwhelmed from the start. Um, they couldn't even manage to, I mean, get a touchdown in this game. I don't think. No, it's all fi- well, maybe all field one. goals. Yeah, yeah. One, no, no, no touchdowns. All field goals. I, I mean, this this offense is not bad either. And and Matthew Stafford's a gunslinger. He shouldn't be getting less than two hundred yards, especially four times in a season. But I looked at the Vikings in this one, and yeah, they've lost to the Rams, and they've also lost to the Saints. But I think they're. I mean, a second-tier team in the NFC right now. So, Isn't that what Detroit is, though? I think they're a little farther back than that. Um, I do think that this NFC North division is wide open still, honestly. The Bears are the best team in the division as of now, but it's still wide open, really. So. Pittsburgh traveled to Baltimore and got a gutsy win, 23-16. Again, this is Sunday's game, not last night. Ben Roethlisberger, 20 for 47, 272 touchdowns. Joe Flacco, pardon me. 23 for 37 for 206. Uh, yeah, the Steelers needed this win. Um, they kept the ball rolling. Um, the Ravens really needed it to keep pace in the division, and they they didn't get it done after beating the Steelers for the first time this year. Um, but this was a close division game. I think we all saw that coming. These two always play each other tough. Um, but the Steelers, they, they've been on a roll, and they kept it going in that game. And as we saw last night, they kept it going again. So... Uh, I think this is their division to lose right now, uh, well, honestly. It, it sure looks like it, but I don't know if you can trust Cincinnati enough with yeah. a one-game advantage. Yeah, I don't know about them. They can't beat the Steelers, though. So No. no. Kansas City improves to 8-1 and one as the offense keeps showing out as they dis- dismantled the dysfunctional Browns. 37-21, to 21, Patrick Mahomes 23 for 32, 375, three touchdowns, two touchdown receptions. By Travis Kelsey, two touchdown runs by Kareem Hunt. Baker Mayfield, 29 for 42, 297, two touchdowns and a pick. Yeah, Mahomes just keeps putting up MVP numbers. He's done it all year. It's just amazing to Think see. Think about this. We're, we're nine weeks in. He's going to break Lynn Dawson's single-season touchdown record on Sunday. Yeah. With that, he'll get three touchdowns on Arizona. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Single season. We're nine weeks in. He's going to obliterate the record, and I can't believe it stood this long with, I mean, Trent well, Green. Well, Alex Smith for seven years. Yeah, I mean, but Trent Green was really good in the early 2000s. I'm surprised he didn't throw 30, but I think it's crazy. Mahomes is going to obliterate that record. Um I, I'm on the record right now saying he'll throw probably 50 this year. <laughs> I mean, really. It, it looks that way. Um, I tweeted out on Sunday. Um, fifth, I don't know about 
50, 45 for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think 45 for sure, maybe 50. Um, and, and, you know, on the other side, uh, Baker Mayfield really didn't play terrible. He played pretty good football. Um, I'll tell you the star of the game for the Browns was Duke Johnson. I mean, they need to utilize that guy a lot more than they do. He's a fantastic back out of the backfield. Uh, receiving back, definitely. He played a huge factor in our screen game, and he had two touchdowns to show for it. So, I yeah. mean, the Browns didn't look bad in this game. They just got overwhelmed by the Chiefs. So, The Bears obliterated Buffalo 41-9. Mitchell Trubisky 12-20, 135, a touchdown and a pick. Jordan Howard had 47 yards on 14 carries with two touchdowns. Nathan Peterman, Peter Meme, 31-49, 188, three picks. Yeah, he rushed for a touchdown. He did rush for a touchdown. Um, but Nathan Peterman has, I mean, if you really look at him, it feels like he's thrown more interceptions in his career than completions. Um, he's thrown more interceptions than, I believe, half the quarterbacks in the NFL have touchdowns right now. Yeah, that's that's just terrible. And that shows you how dysfunctional the Bills are right now. Their defense is really not that bad. But that offense is terrible. Like, on pace for one of the worst in NFL history, terrible. I mean, that's my opinion, not the radio stations. But honestly, um, it's just a disaster in Buffalo right now. Yeah, um, we thought they'd be a lot better with the addition of... uh uh, not Allen. There's two Josh's in the league. Um, he went down. Their starter went down. They tried um, a veteran. That didn't work. He got concussed Monday night a couple weeks ago, and now Peterman steps in, and he's your only option. Do the Bills take a look at Colin Kaepernick right now? I don't see why not. I mean, what could hurt? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I mean, they signed it. Carolina re-signed Eric Reed. Yeah. I mean, if they if they're gonna sign him, why not Colin? And the, this just proves Colin's collusion case by mm-hmm. far. Yeah, I think it, it does. I mean, it, it it's weird how they're sticking with Peterman, yet Colin's there and he's been to a Super Bowl and he probably had an MVP caliber year. When he was with San Francisco, leading them to the Super Bowl. I mean, he's he's better than what they got. I can tell you that much. And all anthem scenes blown over, guys. Yeah, it, it really has. It is gone. Yep. There's nothing left to talk about with it. Nope. Nothing. Nope. And I think that they should definitely give Colin Kaepernick a phone call because they got no nothing better to go, go for in Buffalo right now. I really, they really don't. So. Well, it was a down week for New York again. 13-6, to Miami wins an ugly football game. Sam Donald was 21 for 39. 229, four interceptions. Brock Osweiler was 15 for 24, 139, and that is it. Yeah, this game was a dud. <laughs> I mean, really. Um, and I punt, just, um, punt, 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 interception, yeah. field goal, punt. Nothing good at all about this game. It was an ugly game. If you like close games, I guess this was the game for you. But I personally didn't tune into this game. Um, well, the game one did. It just didn't appeal to me. But I mean, I guess I'm not surprised the Dolphins won. I feel like they are the better team. Uh, but I mean, not a lot to show for in this one. On Sunday, Carolina beat Tampa Bay at home 42-28. to Fitzmagic, 24 for 42, 43, four touchdowns, two picks, though. Cam Newton is having a fantastic year, 19 for 25, 247, two touchdowns. He is already ahead of his MVP year back in 2015. Carolina yeah. is now 6-3 and three with the loss last night in Pittsburgh. You know, this game was um, 
early on it was all Carolina, and then you know the Buccaneers came storming back in this game, and I thought that they would that they would really make it a game, and they ended up making it a game, but the Panthers pulled away. But I mean, these are the games the Panthers have to win in their division. They have to beat the the teams that they need to beat, that they should beat, and they did that. Um, but then when you face teams like you did last night, you got to at least show up. But yeah, this game was this game was a it was a shootout really, uh, a lot of a lot of scoring. So uh, it's a fun game to watch. Well, looky here. The Chargers are 6-2, yeah. 25-17. Los Angeles goes to Seattle and beats the Seahawks. Phil Burvis with 13 for 26, 228, two touchdowns. Russell Wilson was 26 for 39, 235, a touchdown, and a pick six late. That sealed it for Los Angeles. This game showed you a lot about the Chargers, I feel like. Um, I had this game circled on my on my uh, schedule, remaining schedule for the Chargers when I was looking at their schedule. I thought this was a game that the Chargers could lose because they go to Seattle. I know Seattle's not what they were a few they, years they've ago. They've improved a lot since the beginning of the year. They have, but they're not what they were a few years ago. And oh, I know, God, no. and I know CenturyLink Field isn't what it used to be, but it's still a place to be reckoned with going there. Uh, it's a huge home field advantage, and every game's a road game for the Chargers. <laughs> um and I think this showed a lot about the Chargers, how good they actually are. I think they're. I, I think some. I think as Phil Simms said it perfectly, there's the Chiefs and the Patriots, and then the second tier in the NFC or AFC is led by the Chargers, and and it goes from there. So I think they're a good team. Week fourteen Thursday night, Kansas City the Chargers have not been the Chiefs in eight consecutive games. Yeah, and until they do, eight I'm not consecutive pick them. games. Yeah. Max Kellerman's driving me insane with this Chargers mm-hmm. theory. It, it, you have to beat Kansas City. You yeah. just have to beat Kansas City in order to win the AFC West. <clears throat> no one in the no division. one has done that since Andy Reid's shown up. No, nope. no one has. Not really. Not not since Peyton's been in Denver. No, really. since Pey- <laughs> since Peyton's left, Andy Reid's dominated everyone. Oh yeah, everyone. You have to beat Andy Reid. You have to beat Mahomes. And right now, that seems almost impossible. Yeah. Oh, and I- by the way, their defense is going to improve with Houston coming back. <laughs> Yeah. And Barry looks like he'll be back before Thursday night. Daniel well. Sorensen's coming back. Sorensen's That's, back this yeah. week, yep. So. It's just going to get worse and worse for teams, and the Chargers just have to beat Kansas City. That's yep. the number one goal. If they beat Kansas City, they'll probably win the West. If they don't, here yeah. we go again. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think they'll go in there ahead and beat them, but we'll get to that later in the year. But, yeah, I mean, sure. but I, I don't know. They're they're a good team. Um, we've, we've yet to see their best, I think, but we'll see what they've got to offer. Um, coming going forward, they've got a pretty similar schedule to the Chiefs going forward. So uh, we'll see we'll see what they do. So Houston is a firecracker right now. They yes, have they won are. six straight after starting zero and three as they go to Denver and beat a Denver defense nineteen to seventeen. Deshaun Watson with seventeen for twenty four, two thirteen two touchdowns. Case Keenum twenty six for forty two, two ninety and a score. How about Demarius Thomas going to the Texans and then having to play at? Uh, at Sports yep. Authority Field in his first game in a different uniform. Um, he had a respectable day, too, honestly. I mean, not nothing out of this world, but I'll tell you what, right now the Houston Texans are not a team I'd want to play, really. I, I wouldn't. They're they're on fire. Deshaun Watson has come alive. Um, that whole team's come alive. That defense is really good. Um, that front five has been amazing. Yeah, JJ Watts back to what he was like back to form. He's back to form. He was he's been hurt and he's back to healthy and I think that's hard to hard to deal with. He's a premier pass rusher in this league. He still is. I don't care what anybody says. So 
Go to Miami Dolphins are popping champagne because they are so brain that they're the only undefeated team in NFL history. The Saints <laughs> beat the Rams 45 to 35 down in New Orleans. The Los Angeles falls in their first loss of the year. Drew Brees was spectacular 25 for 36, 346, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Alvin Kamara ran in for two touchdowns. Michael Thomas channeling Joe. Jeff Horn at the end of the game. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Jared Goff, 20 for 40, 391, three touchdowns, and a pick. Yeah. Um, this Rams defense has not been great the past month. No, and I think it has a lot to do with the keep to lead being out because Marcus Peters has been getting burnt. Mm-hmm. And he's taking – we all know Marcus Peters is a is a risk-it guy. He likes to jump a lot of routes. He likes to take a lot of chances. But that doesn't work against Drew Brees. He's going to pick that apart. Um we saw it happen when he was at the Chiefs when when they played Tom Brady. Tom Brady can, he he picked on Marcus Peters a lot because he he would jump routes and he did that in this game and and got absolutely torched to, on that Michael Thomas last touchdown and that was what really sealed it for the Saints and um, you know the Rams they've been exploited on defense I think you'd agree with that um, their front seven's not really getting to the quarterback that much and including with Dante yeah. Fowler being yeah. in trade deadline day. They yeah. couldn't get the breeze. No. I mean Darren Donald didn't really get there. Uh this secondary got got torched by Drew Brees, which we've seen a lot through Drew Brees' career. Drew Brees but, has done it every yeah. week, it looks like. But I circled this game knowing that this could be a game the Rams would lose and I think it I think it was a uh, was about time. I think it was their time to lose. I think that'll humble them. <laughs> I think uh, I knew they weren't going undefeated. I don't think you did well, I, either. I mean, look at the yeah. – I, I tweeted this last week. They had, they had The first eight weeks of the year, they played teams mm-hmm. with a combined record of five games under 500. Mm-hmm. Next eight weeks, they're playing teams with a combined record of 12 games over 500. Yeah. Yeah. At Seattle, in Mexico City against Kansas City, at home against Detroit, at, ho- at home against Chicago, going to Philly, at home against Arizona – and at the 49ers. And mind you, the Cardinals and 49ers are two one-win teams besides San Francisco got their second be a trap game. game. That could be a trap game. Um, well, right now, who's the best team in the NFC? It's the Saints. Yeah. They proved that. Yeah, I think they did. I think they I think they really did. I, I do. New England beats a dysfunctional, no-weapon-less Green Bay Packers 31-17. Aaron Rodgers... Basically has to do everything by himself. 24 for 43, 259, two touchdowns. Tom Brady again looks spectacular. 22 for 35, 294 in a score. I mean, what do we expect out of Tom Brady week in and week out now? He just keeps showing that he's got it at 41 years old. And I can't believe it's only the second time that Brady and Rodgers have met up in their career as starters because, I mean, I know they met up once when Favre was still there, but... I mean, this is a mega matchup. This is the, what the league wants. They want their two greatest quarterbacks to match up. And, and this was a close game for a little while. Um, but then the Patriots opened it up. But you're right. The Packers don't have any weapons. Um, they, made the do, they made the New England defense look good. The New England defense is not that good. Um, but they made them look good because what outside of Devontae Adams, who really does Aaron Rodgers have to no the ball to? Nobody. They got rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, Jordy Nelson. That's you. You got to keep a guy like that. Jimmy Graham hasn't produced. I mean, he's got no reason not to. He's a beast. But, uh, but yeah, other than Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers has no one to throw the ball to. So this was not surprising, honestly, to me. Jerry Wilson flames. It is. Um, 
Tennessee went there and put an absolute whooping on Dallas. 2014. Mariota looked fantastic this day, this game. 21 for 29, 242 scores. Prescott, 21 for 31, 243, two scores and a pick. We should mention Amari Cooper got a touchdown his first game as a Dallas Cowboy. Um, do you blow it up? Um, as the Cowboys? Basically. I mean, they don't have a chance to go anywhere this year, I don't think, especially with what they got right now. Well, here's the $100 million question. Do you tank and get a quarterback? Because <sighs> is Dak Prescott the answer? Well, because he's going to ask for over $100 million this offseason. Well, according to Jerry Jones, they're signing him again, so I don't know. I, I, but is, it, is that the right move, though? No. No, so, it's it's not. Dak Prescott's been a flash-in-the-pan quarterback. He had one really good year. Last year, uh, he he didn't do great, and this year he hasn't done great. One really good year with the best running back in the league and the best offensive line in the league. Yeah, and that's not the case this year, and he's really shown what he's got without his weapon. Like, he's got Zeke still, but, I mean, what else does he really have? I mean, he's got Amari Cooper to throw the ball to now, but that's not saying a lot. I mean, he's underperformed most of his career. The Cowboys are dysfunctional. Jason Garrett is a lot of their issue. The clapper. Yeah, the clapper. I mean, that's that's basically what he does. And Jerry Jones ain't going to fire Ty, or Jason Garrett. Um, Jason Garrett's going to have to step away, and he's not going to do that. So the, the Cowboys are going nowhere fast while Jerry Jones is making all the decisions. They aren't. Well, it's been like that for 20 years. I know, and they haven't been to Super Bowl in 20 years. <laughs> what what else do you expect out of them? I mean, they're just mediocre every year. Apart from that 13-3 year a couple years back, they've been completely mediocre for the last 20 years. I mean, at least Dallas has that first-round weight. They don't have a first-round pick. They gave it up for Cooper. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of Cowboys fans look at. They're like, oh, yeah, we got a first-round pick. Oh, no, we don't. No. We, we gave it away for Amari Cooper. No, 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 no. Well, that was last week. Let's go back to week one and embarrass ourselves, shall we? <laughs> Our predictions for the rest of this year and how things are looking as of right now. Your predictions was Patriots won at 12-4, and four, winning the AFC East. That looks pretty good. Pittsburgh yeah. at 11-5. They're already at five losses this year, but they'll win the AFC North. You had the Chargers at 10-6, and six, number three. They could still go ten and six, honestly. I don't I think they'll go better than ten and six. I'm picking a I'm here's my foreseeable future. Uh I'm gonna say the Chiefs go twelve and four and I'm gonna say the Chargers are right behind them at eleven and five, honestly. I think that's a pretty solid play right now. The Chiefs might go thirteen and three, actually, but I'd say the Chargers go eleven and five. You had Jacksonville at four. Yeah, not now. Eleven five. <laughs> um, I was smart in that one. Yeah, Texans at ten and six. It's looking like that way, and um, well, we'll get to the Buffalo later. <laughs> I had the Patriots twelve and four as well. I had Pittsburgh at eleven and five. I had the Chiefs at ten and six. They're going to be much better than ten and six. Mm-hmm. Colts at nine seven. They could I mean, do that. They they could be a lock for that second AFC AFC wildcard spot. I'll go right now on the record as saying that in the AFC South, the Indianapolis Colts are the biggest threat to the Houston Texans. Yeah, they're, they're three and five. Let, let's point that out. But the schedule is easy. Yeah, they got an easy road the rest of the way. They've got favorable matchups. Andrew Luck has played really really good this year. Their offense has put up a lot of points. 
Their defense is not that bad. And I think after this 3-5 and five start, they've got a lot of chances to get back in this division. Yeah. I had the Texans at 5 at 9-7 and seven as well. It was probably flip-flop. You had Buffalo at number 6 at 9-7. <laughs> and seven. I had Buffalo at number 6 with 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, we're both wrong on that um, one. <laughs> that is horrible. Yeah, and that's I not happening. I don't even know why we thought that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, NFC yeah. side, Eagles at 13-3 for you. The Rams at 12-4. Rams looking at 12-4 right now, somewhat. It's going to be tough, but they yeah. get there. Eagles at 13-3. That's on Hatling. Saints at 12-4. That's looking pretty good for you. The Vikings at 11-5. Panthers at 10-6. And the 49ers, since Jimmy G went down, you had them at 9-7. That's not happening. Not now. Um, I had the Eagles at 13-3, number one. I had the Rams at 13-3 as well, behind Philly. I had the Packers at 11-5. That look, doesn't look like it's happening. Saints at 10-6. I had the 49ers at 10-6 for some god-awful reason. <laughs> and Jimmy I G? Had, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that that's the only reason, looks yeah. like right now. But Mullins could lead them there, baby. Um, I had Carolina at 9-7. They're looking better than that. So yeah. let's go back over our Super Bowl predictions. You have the Rams over the Patriots. I have the Chiefs over the Rams. I think your Chiefs-Rams might actually yeah. have a good chance of happening. I mean, I posted a Stephen A. gift laughing at myself over that pick. Yeah. But I'm that, that looks like it could happen. I mean, I still think, what did I pick again? Rams over the Patriots. That that's a realistic possibility too. But I think I I agree with Stephen A. Smith when he says that if the Patriots have to come to Arrowhead for the AFC Championship, they're going to lose. If the Chiefs have to go to Foxborough, I think it's going to be a lot closer. Um, I still think the Chiefs can go into Foxborough and beat the Patriots. I really do. Um, they showed they can play there. Um, but I really think that if the AFC title game, if it gets to that point as an arrowhead, it's not going to be favorable for the for the visitor. No, 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 no. no. Um, that place is loud. It'll be loud all throughout the year with Mahomes fever going through the stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have to go to Arrowhead, that's basically like a death sentence. Right now it now, looks like it. We, we Last year... God, I don't want to talk about last year. No. Um, Tennessee came there, and they won a fluke. And that yeah. defense was tons better. Oh, it was way better last year. Ugh. Is the curse lifted on the Arrowhead uh, home field advantage because the Chiefs have had six games at home seven. since seven since the 1994 playoff game, and they have not won a single one? Yeah. <laughs> do, they, do they beat that this year? Moms can do it. I think he can. I mean, this this offense is lethal. Um, the defense got to get better with Houston back, Barry coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, the, will it get tons better? No. But no. they just need to be a top 25 defense, and they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, even – I mean, I think Stephen A. Smith said it on first take the other day. I think uh, – I think if the Chiefs are even a, a 20th ranked defense in the league or tw- like 18 to 20 even maybe 22 or something they'll be they'll be fine. Well here's the thing, defense doesn't win championships anymore. Not anymore. Um you don't need a high caliber defense like Denver did during their Super Bowl run. No. And that was because Manny couldn't do anything. Mhm. He couldn't not um, he he had hit a wall. But it's now it's now all about high powered offense. The Colts are going to quarterback's way. Playmakers are getting more calls because of roughing, um, roughing the passer, um, unnecessary roughness penalties on hits to wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, yeah, I mean, this is a quarterback's game now. This is an offensive game. And this it favors Kansas City a whole lot because who has the best weapons in the AFC? It's Kansas City. It's not even close. No, I mean, it's really not. Um, it's really not. And who has the best offense in the NFL? I know a lot of people argue the Saints, but I think the Chiefs, Chiefs still do. Chiefs, Rams, Saints. Yeah, I think in that's that in that order, yeah. Yep. I think the Saints just got a little bit better with Des Bryant. Oh, oh yeah. Well, ooh, let's get to that. Um, almost <laughs> forgot about that. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. Des has finally signed. He has signed a one-year deal with the New Orleans Saints. It's a professional contract, so if he doesn't show up, he doesn't get paid. Um, <laughs> do you like this? I think it's a good signing for the Saints. I think they had a couple injuries on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I think that I really think that he'll compliment Drew Brees well. I think Drew Brees will compliment him well. Um, in a lot of ways, he's pretty he he's similar to what Tony Romo was, and that's what Des played most of his career with. And um, I don't think he and Dak fit well when they were together. No. Um, I think he'll click really well with Drew Brees, and I think it won't be all on Des to make the plays here either, because you got Michael Thomas over there. He's going to be a wide receiver too in this offense. He's not going to be the main guy. And I think that's going to really compliment. Will he even be the second guy? He may be even a third you got guy. Kamara and Ingram. Well, I mean, wide receiver too, not not option Kamara two. Can play wide receiver. Yeah, he, I mean, he really can. I think. See, that's another thing. I think this will be really good for Des because he's not going to be. It's not going to be all on his shoulders. And I know he likes his targets, but he's not going to get as many targets as those two. It's not going to happen. No. But I think this will work well. Back to our predictions, since we didn't do a show last week, since you are gone. <laughs> Pardon me. We are going off of week number seven, and the predictions have gone a lot closer. I am two games up at 62 and 29. You are 60 and 31 on the year. We begin week number 10 with Redskins traveling to Tampa Bay. Yeah, I looked at this game, and I thought this is a really huge game for the Redskins in their division. Honestly, it's not a division game, but they need to win this game to keep up their lead in the in the NFC uh, East. I think this division is still really close, and believe it or not, the Dallas Cowboys are not out of the NFC East race somehow. yet somehow. It's all, it, those three teams are within two games: the Eagles, the uh, Redskins, and the and the Bron- and the, the Cowboys. Are we, the Giants are out. We know they are just done. Um, uh, but this, they need to win this game to to keep their lead in the division because I think Philadelphia is coming. I really do. Um, I think they'll they'll start moving towards the end of the year, and the Redskins' offense is going to have to pick it up because Alex Smith's going to have to throw the ball. He really is. So are you picking Washington? Yeah, I'm going to take the Redskins. Sorry. Okay. Um, this Tampa Bay defense is atrocious. Oh, I bad. Mean, bad, bad. It's bad. I mean, Fitzmagic can do a lot, but he can't do every damn thing. Um, yeah, I'm taking Washington, too. Um, it's the only solidified a grasp in the NFC East mm-hmm. um, and improved the record. Arizona travels to Kansas City for a bloodbath. Yeah, this is going to be good. This isn't the, I'm just going to write it down already. Chiefs are going to win this one probably by maybe three touchdowns at least. I'm saying five. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. If it was minus eight last week and it's minus 13, I'm taking the over. Yeah, I'm taking the over too. Um, <laughs> the Chiefs are going to handle this. They should. I mean, a lot of people call this a trap game, but I don't think it is. I think they'll take care well, of business. Who's calling this a trap game? Uh, I think... A lot of people might call it a trap game. I don't think they that that many Ooh. people are. But I mean, 
I'm, I'm sure you just made it up. Okay. I might have, but you never, you never know. <laughs> Chiefs should take care of business at home. Um, mediocrity bowl. Buffalo travels to New York to face the Jets. Josh McCown at the helm of the Jets because Todd Bowles did rule Darnold out this week. So um, that, according to NFL.com, anyway, so it's a pretty reliable source. I'd say that I'm not. I'm not going to pick the Bills because they have no offense. I don't think the Jets are much better, but they do have some uh, some sort of an offense, so I'll take the Jets. Peterman starting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I don't it's it's weird. Um you don't look at the quarterback and say, "Okay, that's an automatic loss." Yeah. The thing it is. It is though. Thank God. I know any team can beat any team on any given Sunday, but not this Sunday. That's how it was in the player. No. Jacksonville travels to Indianapolis to face a, well, a kick-starting Indianapolis Colts offense. Uh, Yeah, I'm taking the Colts in this one. The Jaguars played atrocious on their home away from home last week, and uh, I don't think they'll get back on track this week. They've taken a big step backwards. I've lost a lot of faith in them, so I'll take the Colts. Colts got to get on a roll, I think. They've won two in a row already. I think they can win at least six in a row with this Mm -hmm. easy schedule. I'm taking Indy. Yep. Lions travel to Chicago to face Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. Yeah, this will be a good division game. I think the Lions will actually fight a little bit in this one, but that defense in Chicago is too good, and I'm going to go with the Bears. This reminds me of that 06 defense so much. Oh, yeah. So much. That front five is dangerous. The linebackers are dangerous. Mm Mm-hmm. This Bears defense can – they can lead them to the NFC Championship, I think. Mm-hmm. We just said defense doesn't win championships. This one might. This one might. Yeah. Um, it, it's dangerous. You can't get nothing past the Bears defense. Where do the Bears sit in your NFC rankings right now? Because <laughs> I, I think it's the Saints and the Rams, and then where do they sit compared to, like, a Carolina or something like that? Saints, Rams, not after last night Carolina's fallen. Yeah. Minnesota, Chicago, Carolina. Yeah, in that order. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, the the Trubisky's looked a lot better. He's looked a lot better this year. Yeah. Um, but this defense is lethal, and this defense can win him a championship. The NFC's loaded this year. Mm-hmm. It really is. Saints travel to Cincinnati to face Andy Dalton and the Bengals. Yeah, this one. Um, I like the Bengals still, even though they looked like terrible against the Chiefs a couple weeks back but they did win last week so I'm gonna but I'm still gonna take the Saints I don't have any reason not to they're yeah. just too good this offense is explosive I think does will catch at least two touchdowns here um yeah Saints Tennessee coming off a high against Dallas can they do the same when New England comes to town uh no um I this is a rematch of last year's Even with this atrocious yeah. deep yeah, I I've been a constant Marcus Mariota critic. He did look good last week again or on Monday against the the Cowboys, but I don't think he'll. I mean, he might play good against this Patriots defense, but they're not going to beat the Patriots because I mean the Patriots are just going to come in there and take care of business. I think um, this is a rematch of last year's AFC Divisional, and we saw how that went. And this Tennessee def- or this Tennessee team hasn't changed a lot since then. I don't think so. No. So I don't um, think it's going to be any different. Lines at six and a half. I think it's a lot closer than six and a half. Um, I think this might be a field goal game. But yeah, I'm taking New England just because it's Tom Brady, and I never doubt him. No. Um, and then, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, Mike Vrabel might be ready to win because he played a lot of years under Belichick, so I think he might be a little amped up, but we'll see. Could be interesting. Atlanta is suddenly on fire as they travel to the dumpster fire in Cleveland once again. Yeah, I've said that the Falcons are better than they look. They've had a lot of tough breaks this year. Um, Matt Ryan's playing a really sneaky good year this year. Um, He's got... I mean, Julio finally broke through with a touchdown, so who knows what that'll do for the offense. Um, Tevin Coleman's played really well in in light of Devonta Freeman's injury, and the Browns they've played okay. Um, they played okay last week, but they're not. I don't think they'll win this one either. I think that the no. Falcons have this. Um, I still love the Browns' defense, but I mean that that organization's just taking a nosedive after yeah so many high expectations this year. Yeah, they were looking like they could do something this year, and that just didn't end up happening. So. Yeah. The Lightning of Sandy. Oh, well, it's God, not God, God, God. hard to call them, L.A. <laughs> yeah. L.A. Chargers travel to Chucky Land and face the 1-8. One 1-8, and eight. One and eight, Oakland Raiders. 1-8. and eight. Um, This game won't be much of a game, honestly. Um Chargers are definitely the superior uh, superior team in this one. Uh, they'll go into O.Co. Coliseum and take care of business, I think. And um, Philip Rivers will have himself a day, and the Chargers will walk out seven and two. So, it's Oakland. You think Oakland? Uh, oh, you're not uh, picking uh, Oakland. Uh, are you serious? <laughs> I see what you mean. <laughs> um, they're worse than Cleveland as an organization right now. I never thought I'd say those words. No, I never thought I'd say those words. But um, yeah, Oakland's just an easy win right now. I don't know. I don't care who you are. They have one win. I don't. I don't count that as a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm taking San Diego. This should be a dandy. Seattle travels to Los Angeles to face the Rams. I think this is going to be closer than a lot of people think. Um, the Se- the Seahawks played the Rams really well in Seattle. Um, it came down to the fourth quarter in that game, um, and I think the Seahawks will play them good again. But I really don't think the Rams are going to lose two games in a row. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Because they're at home, I think Todd Gurley will have a great day. He's been doing it all year. He had an off day last week. But I think the I think the Rams get this one. We've picked every game so far for one team. This is the easiest week to pick games in the NFL this year. It is. Um, I think Seattle can do it. I I think they can. I just don't think they will. This Rams defense has been atrocious the last month. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's bad. And Divisional Russell Wilson game. is finally getting his groove back. The all weapons are coming for Seattle. Um, and the Seattle defense is nothing to laugh about. Um, no, they're, they're still really not. good, too. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the Seahawks. I, I think they can do it. I think the Rams can lose two in a row. I think Seattle can do it. I think Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson go down go down there and... Um, get it. Uh, yep, they could. They very well could. I think it's a definite possibility. Two teams struggling. Miami travels to Green Bay. Um, This one I looked at pretty closely. They're both struggling pretty mightily um, to put up points. But it's Aaron Rodgers against Brock Osweiler, so I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Brock looks okay. He, d- he does. He looks all right. He's stepped in and done better than I thought he would. But honestly, if you're asking me who's going to win a game between Aaron Rodgers and Brock Osweiler, I'm not going to pick Brock Osweiler. <laughs> Packers have no weapons on either side of the ball. Brock put up 38 against the 
Well, that is true. I did forget about that one. Um, I, it's Aaron Rodgers, but there's no one else. No. I mean, he, that, that's all it. Yeah. I'm thinking Miami. Um, I, I think they can do it. I love the defense. Well, they need to um, do it. They have a top 10 rushing defense. So I, I think they can do it. I'm thinking the Dolphins are going to Do you see the Dolphins making a push for a wild card? No. No? I mean, as long as New England's there, no. Yeah, because they have to play them one more time each year. So. Hey, Dallas, guess what? You just played on Monday night. Now you get to travel to Philadelphia off a of bye week for the Eagles. Yep. They continue to put the Cowboys in the in the primetime slots, uh, even though they're a dumpster fire to watch. Um, they're going to go to Philadelphia, and I think they're going to get beat by the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to catch catch fire towards the end of the year. I really do. They'll make a push for that, maybe even that three seed in the NFC, honestly. Uh, maybe four, I don't know. But Dallas is going to trounce. Yeah, this isn't going to be close. This <laughs> is going to be the Eagles all the way. So. <laughs> Philly's going to smoke them. I mean, Zeke isn't getting going. Dak has, isn't a good quarterback. I don't think Dak's a top 20 quarterback in the league. Not right now. Um, yeah, I think Eagles going there at Lincoln and smoke them. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't so think too. it's close. No. Well, well, I mean, Giants 49ers Monday night. This will be the most, the least epic Monday night football game. In we said that two weeks ago. Time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and now this one tops the cake. Um, I don't know. This this is terrible. Um, but Nick Mullins looked really good against the Raiders, so I don't see why he wouldn't look good against this defense, so I'm going to take the 49ers. I mean, yeah. Um, Shanahan's a quarterback whisperer. Um Eli Manning and that derp face he always makes. Yeah. I mean. He looks so scared. The Giants have weapons, but it's Eli. Yeah, until they change that. Until they put Old Yellow down, I'm not taking the Giants. <laughs> oh, That's man. the rule of thumb. I'm taking San Francisco. I'd like to go back to the Browns for a minute. Um, we got plenty of time. Go ahead. I'd like to go back to them because Bruce Arians uh, – said he was interested in that job do you look at him number one i, I didn't even know bruce arians was a tv commentator oh, i didn't either on the chiefs i'm like yeah bruce bruce arians he's a quarterback whisperer do you look at him as the head coach for that job go, he's, whoa, 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 whoa. he's a quarterback whisperer yeah he's been great with quarterbacks his whole career who i i don't know i can't remember off the top of my head but he's been really did, good did, with quarterbacks but did you see him in arizona yeah he had carson palmer i mean he brought carson palmer back to life that's carson freaking palmer though. i know i i don't know i think i think bruce arians is a good good look for the browns he he said he only wanted to go to the browns he's that's the only job he would take because they have sta- they have stability with john dorsey as their gm now, John is the good GM. He is a good GM. They have a good situation there. They just have to find the right person. But I'll tell you one thing. That's why it's Lincoln Riley. Yeah, that's a good pick, too. I didn't think about Baker him. Baker trust him. I think this organization will trust him. I think I think he's a great coach. I think they'd thrive because of their relationship between Baker Mayfield and, and Lincoln Riley. That, that's that's um, the only way I see this organization turning around. And, you know, that could be a good good choice because it could bring a fresh look to the nfl instead of getting a guy that's exactly. been there for a while so yeah I'll, the only reason i brought up bruce arians is because he said that is the only job that he would even take a look at because he doesn't i mean 
I the, think the NFL is changing to a college game. And re- Lincoln Riley knows coach. that. Yeah, Lincoln Riley. And possibly one of the top five college coaches right now is Lincoln Riley. I think you're right. You need him. I think I you're think, right. I think that I think Cleveland will be great with him. Do, do the Buffalo Bills could they beat Alabama if they played Alabama? No. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone can beat Bama at this point. I hate to bring that up because I know a lot of people go like, hey, it's an NFL team. They Can Oakland beat Alabama? I don't know if they could get pressure on Tua. (laughs) 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 I don't think – I think think John Gruden would be pulling his hair out trying to get get pressure on him. So, I don't know. I think this is interesting. Oh, I'd love for that to just be a charity game. It'd be great. It'd be worth it. It'd be worth watching. We have a Thursday night game to talk about. Last two Thursday night games have been great. Packers-Seahawks in Seattle. Seattle, probably. Um, it all depends on how the or how the Packers do against the Dolphins this week. Because if they lose this week, they're they're practically done this year. I think they're close to done now. But if they lose to Miami, they're going to be what three six three five three seven and one three six and one something like that. Yeah, three six and one. Yeah, so they're they'd be done. Uh, the Ram, the Seahawks, they still have a chance to get a maybe a wild card. I don't know. They they could, but yes. I, I'd take the Seahawks in that one. Yeah, Seattle's they're a tons better than like I said. There's tons better than what they were at the start of the year. Um, offense has improved, defense has improved, yeah, and it's the twelfth man, which I mean you can't take that for granted. No, especially on a Thursday night. Um, yeah, I'm taking Seattle. Yeah, we'll take Seattle. Our picks, and we will be back here barring any more weddings who, for the rest of the year. Who wins the Tiger versus Phil uh, face-off on Thanksgiving? I was. <laughs> we have time to talk about. Um, I was interested at first. Yeah. Then I saw Bleacher Report charging fifteen bucks for it. Oh no, thanks. And then I'm like, really? Yeah, no thanks. Oh. I don't think I'm that interested. I'll just look for the results. I mean, but... they need to get the. T- <laughs> They need to get the ten million from somewhere, I guess. I guess I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. that's something. But I'll take Tiger in that one. It, it's Tiger. He's back. I'll take Tiger as well. Yep. All right. Like I was saying, barring any more weddings or bar mitzvahs or anything you have to go to, we'll be back next week, same time, same place here on X one hundred six KZOX LP Maryville, or via the TuneIn Radio app for White Bell and Mawson Hall. We will see you in a little while.